Hello, everybody. Welcome again to the Playing On Podcast. My name is Carl Markowski, and thank you for joining me. Much appreciated. Oh, yeah. Here's another one. This one I was excited for. This was, a, this was I you know, he's kind of a paintball celebrity out there, you know, amongst the entire kind of paintball world. And uh, it was very, very cool to talk to him. I mean, this was... I had a really, really good time talking. I mean, this was a great conversation. To me, it was, I thought it was really cool. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, just because he does so much, you know, good for, uh, you know, for paintball itself. And um, uh, I'm talking about Wolf from the, mostly the scenario side of, of paintball. But I, I, I kind of want to dive into that world. I wanted to see what it was all about to be at his level on that side of paintball, which is so much bigger than the tournament side. And uh, just kind of wanted to see how, how he ticked and, you know, what, uh, what it takes and what it's all about, where he come from. But before we get into that, another quick thank you to our sponsors. Well, not another. I guess this, this would be the first for this episode. But uh, Dr. Paintball. Dot com. Check them out. They have a trade in your gear program. Don't knock it before you try it. Check it out. Uh, it's a program where you can your your gear, your current gear can be estimated, and you can trade that in for newer and better stuff. It's awesome. It's a great program for people wanting to upgrade all of their stuff. And as being a you know a paintball player myself, uh, I've always wanted to upgrade my stuff and get the newer, better, bigger, shinier stuff. So. Uh, so make sure you check it out, drpaintball.com. They also have all kinds of new and used gear for sale. And uh, browse the website. They have content. They have a blog. They have videos. They have all kinds of stuff, drpaintball.com. And if you type in the, the promo code play on, you will get a free gift at checkout. Don't ask me what the free gift is because I don't know. It's a secret free gift. But you have to you know type in play on to uh to get it so thank you to dr paintball we are also brought to you by carbon paintball and uh you guys have probably seen the uh what is it the the commercials and um, the sponsorships as far as on the webcast but um but check it out man it's you know it's it's awesome gear it's high quality you know everybody tells me it's like oh this is this is the best pack i've ever worn or this is the uh this is the best you know, kind of knee and elbow protection that I've ever worn. You have to try it. You have to try. It. I think I believe. I, I don't. I'm not 100 percent, but th- I think we're gonna be at Las Vegas. I do not know for 100 percent, so don't quote me. But we usually bring enough gear for people to try it on, give it a demo run. Uh, but make sure you check us out, regardless, at the website carbonpaintball.com. And if you type in the promo code capital T P O P, you will get 10 percent off your entire order that's right and uh if you guys have any questions about you know a team sponsorship or anything like that uh make sure you get a hold of me carl at carbonpaintball.com or head to the website and there will be an email contact information on the website um so thank you to carbon paintball and last but not least thank you to planet eclipse that was a good radio voice wasn't it <laughs> uh but you know Planet Eclipse, uh, like I've told you guys before, many, 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 many times, I have been with them. Well, we've been, you know, in the paintball boat together ever since the excessive days, which is like 2004 or five or something like that. I've been shooting a, a Planet Eclipse marker ever since. Excessive. 
Avalanche, Infamous, and then I played, came back and played for Aftershock, and then X Factor, and then Aftershock, and it's been Planet Eclipse ever since, and I, I wouldn't want anybody else. Um, I wouldn't want to shoot any other marker. So um, make sure you check them out, planeteclipse.com. They have all of their markers, soft goods and hard goods. I don't know if that's a word. I think it's a word, hard goods. But <laughs> check them out, Planet Eclipse, and uh, great customer service, great overall company, and uh, very proud to be affiliated with them. So thank you to all of our sponsors, and uh, without further ado, here is the podcast with myself and Wolf, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I mean, you do, uh, you, you have a podcast yourself or something that you do uh, similar to this, don't you? Nope. Well, no, I just have my YouTube channel, but I have a, a, um, a series of shows called uh, Behind the Paintballer Studio. I saw a couple of those, yeah. Live interviews, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do that, like, with person-to-person, in-room type of thing. Yeah. Uh, That's nice, really fun cool. setup. Yeah, yeah, I wish, I would love to do something like that, you know, kind of face-to-face, because I feel like... Although this is a, a you know this is a pretty good way of getting you know something across or you know having somewhat of an eye to eye conversation but when you can yeah. actually sit down in front of somebody and kind of get the vibe of the conversation it's I feel like it's yep. so much better. Yeah, it's hard though because especially with our type of lifestyles and schedules and we're flying all over the freaking planet year round and whatever it's hard to get people in the same spot to organize something like that and then yeah. You got to worry about camera setups and sound lighting and all that stuff too, right? So yeah, it's yeah. tricky. <laughs> it's tricky. It's tricky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you're in, you know, somewhere like California or Southern California where there's it's just this mecca of paintball itself, then you have everything mm-hmm. at your fingertips, then I guess you have a little bit easier, you know, on that yep. side. Or you just find the right event where you know everyone's going to be at. But again, like filming on site and getting all that prep work ready and stuff is crazy. Yeah, very difficult. So, uh, so again, man, thank you, thank you so much for doing this. And uh, I, I really, I'm really intrigued by uh, yourself because there's not very many paintball players that are on the scenario side that are so yeah. well known. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I and I um I, I really wanted to do this because I, I'm very interested in your story and how you know a lot of the sport is trying to take it mainstream with uh you know with the events and everything like that as far as yeah. a sports style, but you yeah. tend to stay in in the tactical side and and you know that whole kind of wor- whole whole another world inside of paintball world, um, big different world. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, but let's let's kind of go back to the beginning. Um, how did you discover paintball, or, or where did that where did the whole fire start? Are we going now? Are we starting everything now? Yeah, this is the yeah. interview itself. Absolutely. Oh, okay, let's get it. All right. <laughs> um, all right. How did Wolf start? Uh, pretty much how like ninety percent of us probably start. I was interview. Uh, I was asked to go to a party. Uh, it was and a friend was having a business party like that, and they were playing paintball. And this is like back in 1996, and uh, you know I got in there and they gave us the pretty colored vest. It's just like a big plastic sheath they gave us and some Tipman 98, and uh, 
Yeah, man. I just that first game, shots going over your head, what the, the the paintballs hitting the wall right beside you. The crack, 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 crack. The yeah. crack, that that yeah. that adrenaline spike when you're almost getting hit, and then me shooting back and hitting somebody right then and there, I was hooked. Yeah. I was hooked. And um, after that I just started going as a renter for a long time. Then I uh, bought a set of paintball goggles. I think they were JT back in the day mm-hmm. because the renter ones fogged up after 15 seconds. <laughs> I think they still do. And, uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, then I went and uh, I got my first paintball marker at a pawn shop, which was a Piranha pump gun. Oh, yeah. And uh, the funny thing about that is that um, – Nobody knew how to fix it at the field, and this was before YouTube and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, it was leaking the entire time I played. So I would have to, when the game started, I have to turn my bottle in and have it leak as I'm playing, <laughs> and being able to shoot players before I ran out of air. You had to multitask that, while you're playing. That was yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to I had to learn on the fly and how to be quick and fast. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I got got into it, man. That's that's really cool. So, are you originally from Canada? Yep, yeah, from Toronto. From born Toronto. and raised, born and raised in, in uh, Canada, and nice. um, went to university in the states. Actually, I went to Syracuse U. Then I transferred later. I went to, sorry, I went to uh, a, a college in uh, New York. So I mm-hmm. lived in New York for a while. Then I transferred to Syracuse, and then I finished uh, my other degree in Niagara. So I lived in the states for a very long time. Cool, cool. So was was paintball when you were getting into it? I mean, was it big in Canada, like it hit, is where yeah, it was yeah, yeah. and is here in the states? When I was getting into it, um, I think soon after I got into it, that's when they had Skyball in mm-hmm. Skydome in Toronto, which was a big tournament back then. And uh, it was it was it was growing, man. It was getting bigger, and uh, I played for about f- four years before I discovered playing outdoors. So it's all really? CQB indoor. Yeah, it's all CQB indoor stuff. I played at this place called uh, Paintball City, and another place called Sergeant Splatters. They had wooden buildings made on in the interior. Um, I bought a uh, spider, a uh, classic spider, and I would duct tape flashlights to it, and I would duct tape a laser pointer. <laughs> and that's when laser pointers first came out, and they were like a hundred dollars. And they were banned and, uh, too, and they were everybody. Yeah, you know, nobody wanted yeah. them anywhere. There was this yeah. big scary thing about them, right? And yep. I would make my little silver spider all tactical, <laughs> and you know, just just go in like that, and and uh, yeah, I just kept going from there, and uh, I loved it, man. So you were tactical from the beginning. Day one, day one. I I would watch the movie Navy Seals with. Uh, so a whole bunch of old school stars, and and that would get me pumped up to play, and I'd go in and, and do my thing, man. It, it, for me, it's always been about the 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 tactical sneakiness, the stealth, the that the whole army military militaristic feeling. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I I the speedball stuff, the tournament stuff is very cool. And back in the day, I was invited to play it, and uh, they showed me the field, and I was like. Yeah, but where do you hide? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I, 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 and I, the thing is funny because I could never, I, I tried it once, maybe twice, and I just couldn't get into it. Like when I started playing outdoors, I had ghillie suits and I was mm-hmm. crawling through mud and I would find, you know, the local plans from the topography and put it in my friggin' 
back of my helmet and stuff. And yeah. It's just been like that for me since day one. Yeah, I think there's such a huge wall in between the two, uh, you know, the scenario side and the, the tournament side. Yeah. And, you know, I, I remember I started out in the woods, but uh, but I, I never really got into it. Even though I, I come from a, mili- a military family, I never really got into paintball with, I think, even with the inkling that I'm going to try and be, like, tactical. I think yeah. my mine was always, you know, I at first I was scared. Obviously, I didn't know what was going on. But as soon as I figured out how to do everything, it was like, oh, okay. And I, all I wanted to do was go forward, like yeah, yeah, yeah. advance yeah. On, on everything. And, and yeah. then, but, but I think because the paintball field that was close to me, the indoor, excuse me, um, it was uh, there was a Titman Effect team based out of there, so it was already kind of tournament style based. Um, so I, I think that's kind of my environment kind of pushed me in that direction. And I think my background too, being a, an athlete and a baseball player, football player, um, yep. you know, kind of pushed me in that direction. Uh, yep. so, so you, uh, you moved to the States to go to college. Um, yep. may I ask, uh, what you were uh, going to Syracuse for? Um, I did a double major. I did international commerce and I did pre-law. So Absolutely nothing to do with paintball. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> so and I, I, uh, I ended up moving. I was I had job offers in the states, but I ended up um, going back to Canada a to help with the family business and b my fiance who was back then my fiance mm-hmm. became my fiance. She was in Canada, so I decided you know it's it, it just easier to live in Canada with you know between healthcare and all that other stuff that goes into it too. So, Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I graduated college university in like 95 and started playing ball in like 96 type of thing when I could actually afford it as a grown up. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so what, crazy. um, so, I mean, have you ever thought about crossing over to joining the actual military? <sighs> no, no. Um, actually before I went to college, um, I started, to, I did all the paperwork to join the military in Canada, Canadian Forces, and I was at the time I was going out with this girl named Judith, who was a hippie chick, and <laughs> talked me out of it. He's a yeah. total hippie chick, bro. And uh, she said, "You know what? You're you're very smart. You should go to university." And da 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 da. And I was like, "No, I want to go in a tank. I don't want to shoot shit and stuff." Excuse my <laughs> language, but uh, no, she talked right. me out of it. And I got no regrets, like, as I, I had, you know, amazing time university, I was able to, you know, have a good career afterwards, and it enabled me to play paintball. So, you know, I, I have friends and family who are serving, past serving uh, veterans, currently mm-hmm. serving, and I have no regrets, man. Like, I, I, it's not, if paintball has done anything, especially paintball, it re- wakes you up to that thing of, no matter how good you are, just one lucky paintball can hit you. Mm-hmm. It's almost scary in a certain way, you know what I mean? So you uh, you yeah. end up respecting those in the military more for the risks that they take, you know what I mean? At the same time, Absolutely. you're like, you know what I mean? You never know what could happen. So it's, it's I, and I love the tactical aspect of paintball. I love my military friends and everything. In another lifetime, would I have done it? Maybe. You never know. And mm-hmm. I, I could have, I probably would have excelled pretty well in that. But I, knowing me, I probably would have been a lifer in the military, yeah. so I probably never would have gotten the paintball. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, 
yeah, knows, man? And uh, talking about the um, you know, the the lucky aspect of paintball, I think that's I think that's a majority of what paintball is. I mean, I, I think the 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 skill aspect and the athleticism aspect, I, I think, or even the mental aspect, uh, yeah. kind of foreshadow or, or 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 put an overlay over top of luck. I mean, there's thousands of paintballs, hundreds of thousands of paintballs being shot. And for you to not get hit by them, I, I, I think people don't understand, like, kind of the, the reality of, like, kind of what's going on and how lucky yeah. you really are. Because, I mean, if you if you take the tournament side and, and you, uh, you know, I'm a front guy. So anytime that I take, you know, a step on the field off, you know, from the buzzer happening. Yeah. I, there's a good chance I'm going to get shot. You're going to get hit. Yeah. There, there is a good chance, and I and I think, um, and to kind of roll this into something else, I think they because they're doing this thing on the uh, tournament side of like a point based or a stats based system. Okay. And uh, where you're getting points for kills and like all this other stuff, but you know a lot of the guys that that get kills too are kind of some of the back guys that shoot off the break and the ones that don't take the risk off the break. Yeah, exactly. I think there should be, you know, if you make a Dorito one or snake one off the break, I think you should get a point more points than the guy who's playing the backfield. If not an equal point, it's like if, if I at least get to the snake off the break or something alive, I should at least get a point as if uh, the back player were to shoot me. I like, I took his point away. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I totally I mean? agree with that because you're taking more of the risk. Exactly. Not to not to downplay what those guys behind you do. Absolutely. Because yeah. if they don't do your job, you can't make it up to the front. So. Yep. But at the same time, like the, there's two different skill sets there. So. Yeah. How do you measure that? You know what I mean? That's tricky itself. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if the bad guy gets a kill, then he gets a point or you know whatever for that kill. But it's not if he doesn't hit the guy, it's not a negative towards him. But I. Yeah. I think. If I get shot going somewhere off the break, I think that's like a negative. I could be talking out of my ass. I, don't, I have no idea. That would idea, be but, bad. That would be bad yeah. for the whole thing because that that would make you not. Why would you take that risk and screw up your whole point system, right? Unless they, it's, unless it's they, the, it's the name unless of the game. they, unless they organize it as uh, for that position, like a higher so risk bunker they, than others. Yeah, unless they had like a. a a, a stats per each position for the back player, for the center player, for the snaker, snake players. You know what I mean? Unless they mm-hmm. organize them that way, then that would be a little more equal because yeah. you're all on different playing ground, right? So exactly, that's tricky though. But again, you guys switch positions also, so mm-hmm. you'd have to like log in each game what position you're playing, type of thing. And, it would be a more uh, integrated stat system and, yeah. and a lot more, you know, in detail stat system. Yeah, yeah, most deaf. Um, so let, let's go back to you. Let's. Uh, so you you are back in Canada um, yeah. after college. Uh, did you have to, you know, I mean, once you got into paintball, were you kind of were you in it for the long run? I mean, I know you said you got hooked, but was there any time that you you kind of took a break and you didn't really know if this was really what you wanted to do? Here's here's a funny thing. Um, so. Uh, I was playing. I was playing. I was playing. I played for a good eight years, and this was like every weekend, almost every other weekend, sometimes. Yeah. Then I started playing outdoors and started traveling the big games more, and then um, started writing for Action Pursuit Games magazine. Yeah, I remember. That. Uh, started taking pictures and putting them on a website called Underground Mod Shop, and then YouTube came about. Started doing all this stuff. Then, like, 
probably like 90% of professional players out there got into marriage problems. <laughs> and, uh, I, I, you know, love of my life started acting weird, yada, yada, yada. I said, you know what? I'm going to give up paintball for you. And I'm just going to, it's just going to be me and you. And so I gave up, I stopped playing almost for like a year, I think. What, what year was this? Would you say? Dude, I can't remember. This could be like 2006, seven, maybe. I, it's hard yeah. to, that, that is whole, that is a whole dark era for me. Right. Dark because Confusing marriage, era. painful era. That's literally when paintball saved my life because I got into the whole marriage issue and I was I had two young kids and ex taken off on me and and hit depression hard, like dark, dark depression. Yeah. Bad thoughts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, I just put all of that angst, all that pain into my videos and I just did put that on into my paintball and and, you know, um. I was losing my kids for a week, uh, every other weekend. And so instead of, I, I went through this rough phase of, uh, uh, you ever see Will Smith in I Am Legend, mm -hmm. where he's just by himself running in his house every day. It's like, I just lived that life for a bit. And then I'd go play paintball just to forget everything. Yeah. And I would be at the field and I'd be at, with my friends and team. Um, I'd be uh, crying sometimes, pure pain. And, uh, but you know what, the, the, my friends there and back home, my family got me through it. And I just put all that pain in my game and in my videos and my writing and, and just concentrate on it. And for, so that's when my video views shot up because the quality went up and, yeah. and you know, I friggin' I'd meet models and stuff and put them in the videos and bikinis, showing paintball guns. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm sure that, did, I'm I, sure that didn't help. Well, <laughs> well that, actually it did <laughs> in a huge way, but yeah. yeah, like you said, yeah, that didn't help at all. Um, <laughs> but I just, you know, and, and that, and then it started taking off even more after that. And, you know, I, and then I, I, found out like after i was playing like 12 years in the gamers i found out that there's thing called sponsors <laughs> as paintball companies do. i had no idea there were sponsorships in paintball i didn't i just went out played yeah. every weekend and came back right mm -hmm. and especially for woods ballers it probably wasn't as common as it would be for tournament players absolutely so i started having these companies approach me and say hey like a lot of people know you you want to wear our stuff <laughs> you know because what i mean of, because like, of that media side that media presence that you had yeah, have, exactly. Really still. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I, I say companies like uh, Sly give me goggles, and Pinocchio give me hoppers, and Easy Fan Creations give me fans for my goggles to put in, and uh, this company called Full Clip, who came out with this amazing tactical line, flew me out to uh, Los Angeles, and we did a photo shoot in the hills, and 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 it is just awesome, mm -hmm. and and just from there, man, it's I just haven't stopped. So yeah. it just kept going. So yeah, uh, that was that little dark period where I stopped playing for a little while because I thought that's what somebody else wanted. Mm -hmm. But me getting back into it is what saved me. And and I think you know when you're in a position like that, you learn a lot about yourself. And you you, you, you know have... what it's you learn everything about yourself. Like I didn't. I was I lost when I got into paintball hard. I lost like. 
seventy pounds. I, I, Wolf, there wouldn't if my ex didn't do what she did. Wolf would not be here. Mm-hmm. There would be no Wolf. Like it's amazing, and I don't. It's so cliche to say, but what didn't kill me made me stronger. And I would never. I now I I've traveled to so I've traveled all over the states, all over Canada, the UK. Uh, South Africa just for paintball I've discovered yeah. things that are insanely cool I've met so many people just because of getting through that and I, I yeah. give that as a, I see a lot of guys who are in pain for similar reasons or PTSD or other stuff and I tell them the same thing once you get through that dark period and you discover life in a whole different way man it's crazy I think as human beings too I think we need that struggle right I mean yeah. I, I think we're we're wired to to have that struggle and that that pain because i feel like otherwise we're never going to learn we're, we're, we're always going to be content and comfortable and never have to live through any kind of attrition or or, or whatever it is because we're in this bubble as i like to say comfort destroys passion absolutely when you get comfortable and you stop you stop, you get in that rut and you just used to doing your same thing day in and day out. And, yeah. and you lose that, that, that thing that you, you people, humans need. Like you, you stop. There's so many guys who just get in that rut and just do the same thing day in and day out. And they go home and they work, they play golf, they go to home. Yeah. And then you get into an extreme sport like paintball and you do something you love uh, for a living or for, you know, constantly, and then you just—it's revigorating. It, it 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 slows down the aging process, mm-hmm. and the adrenaline just makes you realize how awesome life is, man. It's oh, crazy. Absolutely, and you know, I, I thought about it too, because in my, in my younger years, when I first started playing paintball, and uh, you know, I would see all these other things come up, like extreme cup stacking and you know, <laughs> e- extreme this and extreme that, and I'm like, these are all so stupid, and then. Well, and the thing is, is that, you know, then I think about it because people would approach me and they still do all the time and they go, oh, professional paintball, that that's a thing. And I feel like, you know what, these people behind my back are going, that is so stupid. Why would you play? <laughs> you know, because they're not in they're not in the world. They're not. Oh, I know. They're not surrounded by that. So, uh, you know, I have so much respect for anybody who not necessarily puts their life on hold to pursue, but, you know, takes that step into another journey in their life. Yeah. You know, I, I have much respect for anybody, you know, an entrepreneur or, or anybody doing, you know, things like yourself where it's like people can look at it and go, oh, he gets, he gets goggles. Oh, he gets all this free stuff. He gets this. You worked your ass off to be where you are. And it's the same thing for myself. You know, a lot of people look at pro teams and go, Oh, they, they get all this stuff or, you know, I want to do this. Like, well, <laughs> dude, I've been doing this for a long time. And there's yeah. a reason why, I mean, and a lot of it has to do with luck. There's a lot of luck to it too, yeah. but I also worked my ass off and I, I, you know, put a lot of my things in my life aside, uh, to be able to pursue this. And I have no, I have no regrets as well. So I mean, there's a lot more that goes into it, and there's a lot more dedication and sacrifice than what what people think. Well, it's funny because, um, like, for instance, it's the thing about paintball is that, like, I have I'm very good friends with a lot of pro ballers. I've like me and Ali Lang, me and Greenspan are good friends. I've, I've hang out with Yosh. I've hang out, you know, there's a lot of uh, 
pro tournament ballers. And we, when you get in a room with guys like that, and like me and like Mark from HK Army, mm-hmm. when we get in a room and you have that common mindset about this game, it, it doesn't matter the style of paintball you play. It's You see the dedication that it takes and what others do for that sport. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, it, 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 it's funny because we get, we'll get in the room, we'll go out to dinner and it will be like me, Greenspan and uh, HK Army guys and and um, and a uh, couple of executives and we'll sit and talk and, and we'll just flow on ideas and work together and stuff. And then when you go back to the real world, it's like, it's so different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like, it's funny because the only way, when I come out of paintball and go to regular world, and again, tell people what I do, yeah, and nobody knows the thing. <laughs> and and it's funny when you're into paintball and it's everything you do, you sometimes forget that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it, and it's like there's a lot of young paintballers out there, and that that they do stupid stuff and they'll like make fun of new ballers or make fun of their gear and stuff like that, yeah. and they forget. That it, it, it's not that's not what it's about. It's you know new I mean? to somebody every day, every single day, every and it, day. and that's why I love making videos and stuff because we can actually show people. No matter how much I have a pretty good vocabulary, mm-hmm. so and no matter how much I try to explain to people how cool it is, until I pick up my phone and show them a video of what we do, yeah, that's when they get it and they go, "Oh my gosh, I want to try that." You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it, it's hard to explain on paper and, and or or just telling people what we do. But I I can show them a World Cup highlight video, or I can show them one of our videos from like Living Legends or uh, the real life Nuketown at Paintball Explosion was two thousand guys attacking one building. Yeah, and they'll go, oh my gosh, that's what you're talking about? That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. the the spectrum makes everything possible, man. Uh. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, I, I preach this all the time uh, to a lot of the younger guys that are playing is that, you know, don't take don't take what you have, whether you're a divisional guy or, you know, a higher ranking guy. Don't take it for granted and, and, and pass along the knowledge, uh, pass along the respect, because that's that's all that we have in this. We don't yeah. we don't have the general public that we're trying to that we're trying to please. I mean, we are so built from the inside, whether it be scenario or tournament, it, it, yep. we tend to scare off people who take, try and take a step into this world, you know, yep. with, with the loud and crazy and the intimidating. And, yep. and I, I try and tell people all the time, young players coming up in the divisionals who, who think they're the shit. I'm like, dude, take a step back and, and yep. think about, you know, unless you're an asshole, of course, but uh, <laughs> you know, take, you know, when I first started coming up, you know, there, there were, there was so much that intimidated me, but yeah. my mindset was, you know, I wanted to go against those guys, but there's yeah. a lot of people out there who aren't like that. You know, they need oh a different way of learning. So it's like, you, you always have to, you know, if a kid's on the sidelines or, or if a kid's kind of hunkering behind a bunker, and I'm sure you do this too, is you, you come over and go, Hey, why don't you come out? I'll show you a couple things. Or if, if it's mid game, I'm sure you go down and you go, Hey, follow me. Or, you know, you, yeah. you, you get them involved more than they probably would if you weren't there yeah well exactly and it's like for the woods ball scenario side it's like 
if we're at a game or if we're just like going and playing a small walk with, you know, playing with walk, well, our own game, but walk-ins are at the field mm -hmm. and they'll see us in all the military garb and the magazines and the huge everything. And the kids are going, wow, I'm, that guy looks scary and everything yeah. like that. And I'll go to, I'll, I'll see a birthday party happening and I'll go, hey, you want to hold my gun? And you want to, you know, take their, and they go, what? Seriously? Yeah. And, you know, I'll let, they'll take pictures with it and they'll freak out and I'll yeah. tell them, you know, what channels they could look at on YouTube or where they could go in the store and get it. And uh, the parents don't like it because the gun's expensive. But uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll them, or if we're out in the field and we're playing and uh, I'll see, you know, new players out there and they're, they're it's intimidating, especially when the games I play, you yeah. got, a, you know, 500 guys shooting at you and everything. I'll see some kids hiding in way back corner. I'll go like, you guys, you come with me. You're going to come with me on a mission. And mm -hmm. I'll take them through the woods, and I'll show them how to go from cover to tree to a bush and to crawl and, and when not to – and I'll make them not be afraid of it anymore. And it's yeah. like you interact with them like that, the, the, that intimidation factor goes away. Mm -hmm. And I, I – I, I, you know, but again, even in woods ball or scenario, you still have jerks who, like, think they're all that for some reason and don't do that. For whatever reason, or, or you know, say something about someone's gear and stuff. Lord, if I ever catch you doing that, you know, you have shit to pay. But <laughs> yeah, there are guys who got chips on their shoulder for no reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, again, I don't want to sound cliche, but that's that's our future over there. Getting yeah. scared. You know what I mean? Show these kids what to do. Show these kids that you know. It's I'd say to every kid, it's not the gun; it's the person behind it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You could have some. New, some rich kid have their dad go out and buy the most expensive die M2 or CS1 or die dam. Yeah. And if he doesn't know how to play, it doesn't make a difference. You know what I mean? Yep. All this pretty gear on me doesn't mean anything if I don't know how to play, right? So yep. I teach the kids that don't be afraid when you just see all these, you know, cool looking guys, you could beat them too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's every man's war, you know what I mean? And it, even on my show, I put on a video, uh, uh, eight year old shoot, shoots wolf out. <laughs> got like 90,000 something views on it because uh, I'm showing people that everyone, anyone can do this. You know yeah. what I mean? It just, just takes practice like every other sport. So are there a few, uh, like keywords that you try not to use, like for, for the general public to try and like, <laughs> let's say, let's say you're in a public place or a field, obviously yeah. because paintball. Um, but there's like a birthday party or something going on. I mean, do you, do you tend to say gun more than marker or do you like kind of catch yourself? And, um, I, I know I've been trying to say marker more. Than at the gun. field, I don't mind it. At no? the field, it's because the, the, the paintball field calls them guns. They got gun package on the wall. It's, yeah, it is what it is. And off the field, if I'm talking about it in a regular setting or from at a classroom, uh, doing, talking about, you know what I mean? Like for instance, I've got I'm gonna uh, my daughter's school asked me to to uh, do a segment at uh, Career Day as a PayPal player. Oh, nice! Which is very yeah. So at that, I wouldn't say the word gun because that's very scary in today's society, right? Right. Or online, you know, try and use marker and and stay away from certain catchphrases and stuff like that. Totally. At the field, it's it's you know it's all good because they're calling it that anyways. What about paintballer? Is that a bad thing or is that a... I don't know. For some reason, like, <laughs> it just it cuts me open on the inside. Really? And I feel like, oh, yeah. Well, because, like, I look, I'm, I try and look at it as other, as other sports, right? I know paintball yeah. is kind of its own thing. 
But like you wouldn't say basketballer or like baseballer <laughs> or footballer. I suppose not. Yeah. <laughs> and so I don't you're know. Saying pay, you're saying paintball player then? Paintball player. Yeah. Yes. Paintball player. I guess player. I've never looked at it that way. I mean. I even hashtag paintballer on my stuff and my Instagram after that. So I've never looked at it that way before. So maybe you're right. Like I don't know. It's bad, uh, it's bad grammar, I suppose. <laughs> well, I just it makes it like whenever I hear somebody say it, it makes it seem yeah. like it's just a game. Like if uh, in my weird. You know I what have... offends me? What offends me more than that is rec baller. Yeah, that's probably even worse than paintballer. Me more than paintballer, but. Grammar wise, I guess is incorrect. I, I, because I, do, do, do you then get into specifics like tournament paintballer and woods paintballer? Well, I think or, paintball you know what player, I, mean? I think paintball player would be a pretty uh, generic term generic for everybody. Term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I've know never, why. It's just a personal thing that gets you, to me. I could, <laughs> we all got it. Uh, I can yeah. see that. Uh, you know funny. the you know the first time that I ever played a scenario game, it was the first time I met you. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it was at Titman versus the World. Okay. And uh, uh, Survivors. Yes, I think it was. Yeah, okay. Up in Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Fun game. Yeah, and I remember, uh, I remember I met you up there, and uh, I I talked to you for like two seconds, which I'm sure everybody you know in there you remember you remember this one time when i talked to you like four years ago like i'm sorry man brother it's all the blessing <laughs> you kind of look familiar but i guarantee you i don't remember your name um, <laughs> uh, but that was the first time i ever played a big scenario game really okay and i just had no idea what i was doing i like i was just trying to play i was just trying to play paintball but yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. else looked like honed in and knew like okay like one thing that kind of pissed me off and maybe it's just because I'm a tournament player, yeah. but you there's this whole thing that you guys have called a tank which is just like <laughs> a four wheeler with with a with a guy with a, a machine gun on it and yeah, yeah, yeah. like I see him coming up and I'm like oh dude I have him dead to rights and I just go yeah. and I hit him I'm like that how it All right, works. Well, that's it and I turn around and it's just I'm like, what the hell is going on? He goes, oh, uh, you can't kill a tank. I'm like, oh, that's great to know. Seriously, you didn't know that? No, I. that's how ignorant I am when it comes to scenario. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah, man, it's it's a whole different world. You got We got RPGs, you got tanks, you got launchers, we got smoke grenades, we got, you know, choppers that fly people in on ropes and stuff like that. Um, I've actually like done and I've, yeah, I've actually done actual helicopter shooting from like in Cousins Paintball in Nuketown oh, where I've shot up a chopper at people down on the ground and stuff. Yeah. Um, it's a whole different world, man. You got to read the rules. Um, yeah, I probably should have researched <laughs> a little bit before I went. It, it's funny because I'm, you know, I, I general a lot of these things. So I have to, as they say, it's like herding cats. And especially when it comes to tournament players who aren't used to it. And when I got it, you know, a lot of the tournament players, when they come to to uh, the woods ball stuff and the scenario games, they don't. Sometimes they don't get the whole accomplish missions and mm-hmm. find things and do objectives and stuff like that. So uh, I see, you know, I'll, it, a lot of times we'll have like a, a team, like a, a Houston Heat or a, a Empire team or something like that. If you got, and I'll just send them to go. Okay, go here and kill people for a while. Because, you know, I'm not going to send those guys to go out, find a safe, unlock the safe, bring back the... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they got they got that shooting thing. They got the you know get them in your mm-hmm. crosshairs, take them all out, come back reload type of thing. So you got to know how to use certain players to your advantage. It's, it's and it's a huge chess game out there. Yeah, and you're like you know, and we got radios, we got communications. I'm at a base with six radios with six different teams out in the forest somewhere. So it's like go to this or get gridded maps. It's very complicated, man. So, uh, you know, you you find as and again with the new people. You send them somewhere that's going to be close, nice. Eat, let them feel important, like they're doing something yeah. substantial. If I got a good tournament team, I'll push them out to a certain place because they're going to be intimidating. Lay down that fire and clear out a spot. Then I can push more people behind them. Yeah, it, it's all tricky, man. It's all tricky. Yeah, I was probably the reason why whatever team I was on lost because I got shot so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, but I, mean, I had a blast though. I mean, probably the best story that I have was our very last very last game that my buddy and I played. And okay. uh, there was uh, there were guys go- walking around in this whole PVC and netted helicopter suit with yeah. and they would just machine gun everybody down. So we're kind of up on top of this hill and uh, we kind of see them coming up the hill and we, we see there's people to the left of us and there's people to the right of us. And uh, so he kind of ducks down behind this uh, behind this big huge log that fell and i'm behind this kind of shed looking thing and i see the the guy walking across with the helicopter and he gets right in front or in yeah. uh, right in front of my guy and i'm looking at him i'm like Shit, he's gonna he's gonna see him he's gonna see him so i start making noise and everything and then i start taking off he literally pretty much steps over our like my player my uh my yeah, friend comes starts chasing after me and then i just i just take off so he we get out of there <laughs> And then he starts sweating. He jumps up, and then we start going down this hill. And then the guys start walking out. We hit the ground, and by this time we're like we're super dirty and muddy and messy. And we just sit there and we're just lying there and like watching them cross. And then I just I kind of pull up just a little bit and I go boop and I just take a shot and I come back down. <laughs> and there was probably like ten guys, and we dropped probably three or four before they noticed yeah. where we were. And yeah, then we just yeah. got shot to shit, and that was our last. It was it was super fun though. That's what it's all about, right there, man. That's the <laughs> that's the rush that I get from it, man. It's, yeah. And it's funny because I play I I pay I play, uh, camouflaged out and I blend in and stuff, and you'll get a lot of tournament players with their very bright jerseys and the goggles I and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I hate the and bright they, jerseys. I hate all like I like just the I I like actually the earth tone. Jerseys oh. and colors and everything. Oh yeah, well, which is totally—I mean, they're very pretty, the bright stuff. I get it. <laughs> they're too attractive. But you know, in the in the woods, it's it just stands out like it's you know it's just like a glowing beacon walking oh, yeah. down, and I'm here crawling through the woods for like 20 minutes straight. And it, it sometimes it can be very easy to flank these guys and stuff like this. And it's funny, some like uh, I'll be playing with like a you know uh, Lemansky. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll have his bright jersey. I go, bro, just go over that way. <laughs> yeah, just get away <laughs> from me with that thing. You're yeah. like a lighthouse bringing exactly. everybody over here. <laughs> yeah, let me just do my thing over here. Right? I'm going to go through the swamp. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> it's funny. It all works Jeez. out. Though. <laughs> yeah. You got to adjust for the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so is paintball and making videos and all this, is this your full-time occupation? Oh, no. I got like four jobs. I'm Jamaican. I got like 12 jobs, bro. <laughs> um, <it's> like, <laughs> I, uh, 
got a couple. Like, I uh, have a family business where I have a store chain that sells, like, beauty supplies, hair products. Uh, I work with a uh, music video director and co- uh, named Director X who does, like, Drake's videos and uh, Usher's videos and stuff. So I'm in the music industry side of it, too. Oh, very um, cool. I've... I've done uh, board uh, board of bank stuff. I'm on a parent teacher association. Um, I'm a landlord. Like I do a lot of stuff, <laughs> a yeah. lot of stuff. Again, you, it's all uh, juggling, man. Juggling. Yeah, but I mean, I think you, you kind of look at it like I have a lot of things on my plate. At least that's what a lot of people say. But I feel like that's what keeps me sane. Absolutely. You know, it, it's I I need to feel and be productive. Like I just um. I just joined this jujitsu class, which I'm, I'm sure all the listeners are tired of hearing. But uh, <laughs> but I think it's you know it's it's already teaching me so much about myself. You know, almost like what, how I first felt when I starts for you know first started playing paintball. Um, you you start you kind of have that quick peak of like learning things and learning how everything operates, and then you kind of have a dip a little bit, and then a plateau, and then kind of okay. s- starts going back up again. Like I'm having that kind of peak of where you know a couple holds and submissions are kind of you know naturally coming now as i've seen as i've seen a couple but it's just weird uh like uh i had a class let's see are you okay because you froze for me oh yeah i'm here i'm here sometimes it free my internet is shit so we're trying to figure that out but it always freezes on a weird face and i just (laughs) i think it does it on purpose (laughs) but um but there's something you know, I was thinking about it, and there's something humbling about uh, having a 6'2", 210-pound uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt just pretty much manhandle you and, and do whatever. It kind of humbles you, and, and you kind of take a step back. And, you know, I, I thought a lot about after that class of, of you know, how much I, I, I've had to do to get in the place I am in, in paintball or, or in life and the, the small things that I enjoy. You know, it's yes. it's just weird how something small like that, like getting strangled by a black belt, kind of uh, <laughs> just makes you realize what you have and and to be grateful for. Absolutely, man. Um, I a lot of well, some people know this, some people don't. I've studied martial arts since I was like nine, ten years old. Really? And I, yeah, I did uh, Shaolin Kung Fu for a long, a long time. Uh, some Shotokan Karate, uh, some Kendo, um, and it's. Where other, you know, my heroes when I was a kid was, you know, Bruce Lee, Jackie Chan, and uh, one of my, my main heroes was uh, Kwai Chan King. He's the guy from the old Kung Fu show. Uh, he's like, he used to walk the earth, the bald guy. Remember the grasshopper, take the pebble from my hand guy? Mm-hmm. The Fu Manchu and, uh, mustache? Or was that somebody uh, that else? Was, that was his teacher, yeah, that was his oh, teacher. gotcha. Yes, uh, that was uh, Sifu. Um, and... You know, not not a lot of people know this, but because of that upbringing, like I was like Karate Kid, where I didn't have a dad really, so I spent my days in the dojo when I was young, and because of that, I've like I've never drank alcohol, type mm-hmm. of thing, and I've never smoked and all that stuff. So, it, martial arts is was always my my focus and my basis, and, and that helped me keep my warrior spirit intact, I suppose. So yeah, that's why I've always you know learn to remain calm and stuff and and started meditating studying study the theories of the zen you know some very deep spiritual stuff so uh in university i 
it's kind of I didn't do it as much anymore. So when I found paintball, that kind of brought me back into that world of control and that warrior spirit type of thing all over again. So I think that's part of the reason why I got so connected with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I I think um, you know I, I played all team sports throughout high school, and uh, back when I was younger, I did about three I want to say three years of karate and. Um, okay you know, starting jujitsu kind of brought that back. But, but I think what I'm learning now as an adult, what I'm learning about a, uh, a, I don't know how you would call it a singular sport where it's just yourself, um, you know, like wrestling or some kind of karate or something like that. Uh, I, I think it challenges you so much more because you have no one to lie to mm-hmm. but yourself. Yeah. And, and what I'm learning, I'm learning so much about myself just in this, you know, past week of, of starting jujitsu, but, um, but with, with team sport, there's so much leverage, uh, on being able to rely on your teammates, which is great, which is great. But I feel like unless you do a team sport and I'm sure all the wrestlers and everybody else knows who, who, who does this, but, um, you don't really, you just have nowhere else to go, but, but inside with yourself on these individual sports and man, I just, I, it's, I feel so much better mentally and I, I meditate as well. Um, but struggling, uh, it has been huge for me I, as a good struggle. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the key though. Struggle is the, the quickest path to righteousness, right? It's when you, when you have to deal with that and when you get over that struggle, that's when you know you've done something. Yeah. You, you won't appreciate anything if you don't struggle for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's that whole, uh, everybody gets a trophy mentality. It's, you, you won't appreciate the win if you get some up for doing nothing. So mm-hmm. the harder it is, the better that's going to be. So, it, for instance, um, when I was just one of the generals at Decay of Nations in Los Angeles, I was a very big game. I was the underdog. I did it with, you know, I had a great XO. I had an amazing team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I it, it was I had guys fight in the heat for two days for that thing. Like, fight hard. You know what I mean? Like, it it was one or two drop, but it was like no one came off to eat lunch for, you know, an hour and and take it easy. These guys would do a mission, go back out, do another mission, come back covered in spiders, go back out, do another mission. Two days straight. Two days straight. And that dedication... And we ended up winning, and that was like one of the most amazing wins ever because we didn't think we were going to win it. You know what yeah. I mean? My and my whole team was freaking out. So it's that 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 they'll re- they will remember that forever because of how much they put into it. And now, now that kind of rolls into my next question: Is uh, do you have, which I'm sure you do, um, as all paintball players I feel have, but do you have a most memorable moment uh, playing the sport? <sighs> Yeah, that's a hard one. Um, I do and I don't. <laughs> it's 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 weird because a lot of my like I have some most memorable moments like when I was general of Living Legends and won that when no one thought you know I could do it or we could do it. I never say when I general. I never I tried to never say I because it's never just me doing it. It's right. a massive team of of leaders helping me do it. So. But when we pulled off that one, that was a huge thing. Um, um, but when we, when I, um, I mean, 
getting the die sponsorship was kind of cool. But I honestly got to say, probably the most memorable moment was when I had a dude um, come up to me. And uh, I have a lot of hard heart talks when I'm at events. Mm-hmm. And I had a guy come up to me and tell me that, you know, when he was doing chemo in bed and uh, he, he didn't want to do anything, didn't want to move, he started watching my videos and that made him want to get up and start being active again. And he started, he said, I want to try that, this paintball, I want to try paintball again. And I, you know, I'm sick of being tired all the time and throwing up if five in. And he started, like, when he told me that, I was almost in tears. And that, I hear a lot of stories like that, not necessarily only about me, but how this game has inspired people. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, that, it's things like that are greatest memories for me, if that makes any sense. No, no, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I, I think um, I know exactly where you're coming from because I get I get some uh, some people every once in a while telling me, you know, hey, you've been a, a giant inspiration um, for me growing up, and, and you know, even being one of the only pros from Ohio, um, you know, and, and how I get a lot of messages saying how they they look up to me and everything. It's it really no matter how small or you know how short or how long you know their uh, their explanation is of why i inspire them it's it's humbling just to have them to tell me extremely so yeah so because i feel i feel like i don't deserve it just yeah you know just so, say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's like and and i can't imagine the everyone else's struggle besides my own i i can't imagine some of the things that people go through and what yeah. what, what i think is tough i mean yeah. Some of the stories, it's it's just ridiculous, and and there's there is there's a ton of paintball save my life story. Yeah, yeah, there is, and it's it's it's, and that's why you know I tell people like I, I'll 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 have haters, and just like a lot of pro ballers, you, you get haters out there, and they say, "Come oh, on, the yeah, it, yeah, Wolf spends too much time talking to people and stuff, and he spends it's like I could never ever ever deny someone a picture or an autograph or a nice little chat. Yeah. No matter how busy I am, I will always take a time out to to shake someone's hand or be appreciative for them appreciating me. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 that's the the grandest thing ever. Like I'll always take a picture with someone and, and I'll always do a, a selfie with someone, even in the middle of a final battle. With I'll do selfies with people on the hill at the Living <laughs> Legends. And you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it's because y- you don't know what it took. You know what you kind of effect you might have had on them, and mm-hmm. what it took for them to go there. And this could be the only play. This could be the only game they play for an entire year because that's all they can afford. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you mm-hmm. treat every occasion like it's special, and every person like it's special. And I, I, I could never. You know, every picture I do, I'm doing a huge smile and I'm lifting up people and having fun no matter if I do a thousand pictures that day with people it's always going to be the most fun picture that person is going to take yep. because I, you don't know what they went through to get there exactly and it's always somebody's first impression yes yeah so I mean if you make that first impression something that they're never going to forget in a bad way then yeah. it goes ten times Dude. further than, some, <laughs> than, a, than a good one I've had guys get mad at me for stuff that I had no idea it happened. Like, someone will say, oh, Wolf was a complete douchebag to me one time. And I'll, I, you know, I'll track this person down. And I said, what did I do for me to be a douchebag? And, 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 you know, one example of this guy said, 
oh, well, uh, um, what do you say? Something like, I looked at him different, weird. Like, how dare, that, how dare you? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> um, I, maybe it just wasn't you. Maybe I was talking to someone or something was happening or... Like, I, I don't give people dirty looks. Maybe you just caught me in, like, one weird yeah. moment that I was just... You know what I mean? Like, Maybe so, you were chewing on something and you hit a, a <laughs> seed a or bad, something. Yeah. yeah, it was a crappy grape or something. <laughs> so, I, I, I'm not, I, I try to be... I'm, I'm, I, I try to be humble and I'm always a very positive dude. So, yeah. you know, it's always weird for me to hear, like, hear that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only... I guess the only legit complaint I, you could hear is, like, Wolf tried to pick up my girlfriend or something. <laughs> She's not wearing a ring, buddy. Come on. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's natural. It happens. It's, uh, it happens. Come on. It's the paintball field. There's women. What are you going to do? <laughs> so, uh, so where did Wolf come from? Um, Wolf. The name Wolf. The name Wolf. Um, I've had that since I was a kid. Um, uh, I, we were... Um, it's funny because I got it from two different sets of people for completely irrelevant like who would never know each other so it's i just like that was my spirit animal and um, they, they I, both came to that conclusion that you are a wolf yeah are you yeah, yeah. like one, one occasion was that when uh we were doing kumite and, or we we're sparring in martial arts class and my, my teacher said you fight like a wolf you need to calm down a little bit they, you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i just i just when i go i went fangs showing 100 percent. i did my very high pitch, Bruce Lee. Ah! And uh, my teacher said, "You're stop being a wolf. You got to take it easy." And another occasion was that my friends started calling. Um, well, one of my friends called, used to call me Lone Wolf McQuaid, which is an old, uh, very old movie, um, because we used to go to the nightclubs, and um, I would take off myself, and every time I came back, I'd have a, a girl's number. And my friends used to get pissed at me because I I go and do my lone wolf thing and wouldn't hook them up with girls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know, and then wolf just kind of stuck. And then you know, through college, you know, my my friends, uh, you know, I'd meet these guys. Uh, I'd be going to school in uh, I, I own a college for a bit, which is uh, by New Rochelle in New York. So I'd be going to college. This Canadian dude. At a college with guys from Brooklyn and Bronx and Manhattan, the city and stuff, mm-hmm. and they go, "Man, you just you just a straight Canadian wolf, man. You crazy?" Because I'd be playing basketball and all over the place and stuff. So yeah, for some reason, wherever I ended up, people just kept calling me wolf. So, and that's just stuck from day one. So, um, mm-hmm. and I and I think I kind of ruined that name. That call sign for certain scenario paintball players because it's kind of hard to be wolf when I am who I am. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And once oh, yeah. wolf is a really loud black guy, so <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's 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 been my spirit animal since day one. I've got you know my tribal wolf tattoo here, and and it's just you know even it, some people don't even know my first name is Andre. They literally just know me as Wolf. I had no, I had no idea. I always, I always saw you as Wolf. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting my actually name changed to it too, because it helps a lot when I'm traveling. But um, really, you're actually going to change it? I put it as like a middle name. Oh, gotcha. So Andre Wolf Critchlow type of thing. Oh yeah. So it, and it, it's, um, 
you know, I'll be walking in malls and stuff with my kids or I'll be at a McDonald's, you know, and you, I'll hear, hey, Wolf, is that you? You know what I mean? So, and I'll take pictures of people in malls and stuff because it's amazing how many people play paintball. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, even though it's a very small niche, like no matter where I go, I'm, I'm very fortunate and blessed and I get noticed in airports and, you know, the mall and McDonald's and stuff and yeah. the, the drive through at Starbucks or Tim Hortons. And, you know, hey, are you Wolf? And go, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, sometimes I even carry like little prizes with me and I'll give them like a T-shirt if they recognize me. Just, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very blessed. But yeah, I, I've been in Wolf since day one. Even find it in my high school yearbook, I think. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always wanted to know the origin of that. I didn't. I didn't. That yeah. was one of my questions that I had wrote down that I made sure I wanted to ask. It's just a random name that I took out to sound cool. That's just who. <laughs> so, what is your go-to everyday marker? Like when you step onto a field, what is your just what is your tank um, that you just pick up and use all the time? Right now, it's my dye assault matrix dye dam. That's my baby. That's, uh, hold on. Yeah. One second. Ugh. There we go. I'm talking about my baby. I like to have her with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is my, uh, dye salt matrix, uh, made by dye. Now it, it's probably, I think it's one of the most technically advanced paintball markers on the planet. Mm-hmm. It, um, not just because like you have a lot of speedball markers with the OLDs and stuff like that and everything, but this thing converts from magazine fed to my box magazine. In the box magazine, it's got a chip in it that talks to the gun, and then when you press the trigger, the, the chip tells it when to send paint up into it, type of thing. So it's, it's got, not a mechanical. So no, it's a mechanic. So it's electronic feed. Electronic. Electronic feed. So with the 20-round magazines, are spring-fed, but the box mag is uh, it's electronic feed with essentially a die rotor at the bottom of it that spits paintballs up into it. And uh, it's got three-round bursts, full automatic, semi-automatic settings. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this is like my Porsche right now. <laughs> it's it, it's and it's not just because this is my my um, sponsored gun. But it's just got everything I need for any type of scenario type of mm-hmm. thing. So, and, you know, before this, I was using Tipman's uh, Phenom and um, A5 and stuff. But, um, yeah, my my die dam is pretty crazy right now. So do you use, uh, in the magazine, do you use first strike rounds? I could, but I don't as much. It's, uh, I, 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 it depends on the scenario. It depends on the game. It depends on the mission. Um, the thing is, I play, the way I play, my box magazine holds 320 rounds in it, mm-hmm. and it keeps me on the field longer. So, the game, you've seen the games that I play, I play with like 1,500 people, 2,000 people. Yeah. So when you're playing in a situation like that, 20 um, on magazines is not going to help much. Like, I need a lot of ammo, especially when I play, I play the front. So mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm always out there. I'm pushing players up the field. I'm rushing bases. I'm doing suppressive fire. And I got to try. I have to be that full sm- uh, that force multiplier. And I go out in the field. I'm out there for a long time. So, you know, I've got my 
I've got about six pods on me with paint. I've got my 300-round box magazine. And the style of game that I play, I'm crawling out in there for... I'm Sometimes I'm on the field for like an hour straight, shooting people, moving, shooting, taking over bases, doing missions, radioing in. So I've got radio, head, I've radio set on. I've got my water on my back. I've got the whole military-looking garb. One tank? And one tank. I got a, a hundred size uh, four to five hundred that goes on my back and it goes the, the remote, remote line. Line goes to my gut. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm out there, I'm out there for a long time and I'm out there as a commander and pushing people further. So I, it, when I'm, I can't do that as effectively with 20 round magazines mm-hmm. and 200 rounds in total. So because I mean, it looks cool. Yeah, but it, it, it's it's not effective for what I do as as Wolf on the fields. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, it, it's it's tricky. Unless I'm doing like a specific mission where I need to get, I, I just want to do the sniper thing, take first strikes out in the field, and then get those extra long kills for MV uh, most more valuable targets. You know what I mean? Yeah, get those points in if I got a specific mission. Then the the, the sniper rounds, the first strike rounds are brilliant they're awesome are they that accurate yeah oh yeah totally and uh it's the snipers and paintball are literally snipers of paintball like it's not like the old days where the best you had was um like a a apex barrel or a flat flat line barrel that Mm -hmm. went spun the ball made it go a little further the new the the first strike rounds are so effective and so precise you've got guys who have Sights dialed in, like no. Sorry, I'm just getting something. Oh, you're, no, you're fine. <laughs> this is the brand new supremacy sight. Okay, this mm-hmm. is made by Karma Tech Industries, who makes the uh, the bolt action sniper rifle, just made for first strikes. This thing is literally made, and I'm reviewing this on my show soon. Um, for first strike rounds for dialing it in for like holy shit long distance accuracy <laughs> yeah really this is like a legitimate scope so made he has like a ball. rifle scope it is it literally is because yeah. i shoot real steel too and it feels the same <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the newest uh uh long distance uh scope that works with your goggles on and everything mm-hmm. and you get a riser just to make it turn up a bit and um you got guys out there who legitimately snipe and and take players out double the distance of regular paintballs. Yeah. Like, scenario is a whole different world right now. And it's amazing. So it's like, uh, would I use this on my dam? Absolutely, when I get the chance. Mm-hmm. Just because that to get that one shot, one kill sniper, like, like I'll literally be in a firefight using round balls. And if I'll... I'll, I'll Someone's down there. I'll call for it. Who, who's got first strikes? And I'll, I'll have one of the guys come over and see that guy down there. I'm shooting at him, but he's dropping like you know, 40 feet away from him. Mm-hmm. I need you to get that guy. And he'll just take his gun. Aim a bullet higher. Okay, he's out. <laughs> and just it's a whole. It changes the whole. Changes the whole game, and it's it's amazing. Love it. So how consistent are? Because I mean, obviously, you know, with with paint, paint can be pretty inconsistent um, yeah. as far as brittleness and uh, if it's in round. Um, 
how round the ball is and everything. I mean, yeah. do you have that consistency problem with first strike? Um, no, it's weird because uh, first strike is made by one company, so they can control their they have great control over the quality. But at the same time, uh, they have some once in a while they have a batch that have like nipples on the end of the gun just because of the process. Mm-hmm. So you have to like old school sand it down a bit or screw you up. But excuse me, most of the time it's, it's pretty consistent. Like they're pretty trustworthy. But again, I, it's not my thing. I've never relied on it fully. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought about that too, you know, if, you know, because sometimes we get batches of paint that just, well, practice paint anyway, that some sometimes can be really super squirrely and it can be really frustrating, uh, you know, because you're trying to work on, you know, shooting a lane, but if it's, you know, kind of doing this whole thing, then it's like, yeah. what am I even exactly. shooting for? I can't even. Well, that's, that, and, and it's, I mean, it's harder for us because I got to shoot a farther distance. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if I'm in the woods, it's your grid is somewhat smaller. How is your grid like a hundred uh, yards? No, it's not. Is it I a... don't even. I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> I'm a terrible professional baseball player. I don't even know a simple questions or right, simple okay. answers to these questions. Well, it, it's shorter than what I have to. Sh- oh do yeah, absolutely. At, you know, it's a it's field, so. a rectangle. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. That's what you need. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah it's 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 it for it, for even for when I shoot round balls out of my box, mag, it, it's to go straight is even more important as well, just as important as it is for you because I got that farther distance to shoot. But someone brings out a first strike and they know what they're doing, it's freaking lethal. And they even yeah. sound different when they go past your head. Oh, I bet it, it like cups the air. It cups yeah. the air instead of it, yeah. you know. It's intimidating. It's intimidating. It's like, oh my. You hear really? that zingle. <laughs> first strike, first strike, take cover, take cover. That you know what I mean? not a bug. That was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's intimidating. But, again, for me, that part of the thrill for this game yeah. is the different types of styles of guns. And I'll use that. Sorry, I'm using guns. But oh, no, no. Different... You know, you're not offending me. Believe okay. me. I was just The different curious. types of styles of markers out there that are in Woods Ball and the, the, the RPGs. And the, I've got a grenade launcher for my gun that you you uh, put the shell in a 203 round and shoot the four paintballs at once when you mm-hmm. go, like a shotgun shell and blast it out. Yeah. And the different type of technology for Woods Ball. I love seeing the new stuff coming out. You know what I mean? It, it, it's... You know, we got drones that fly over and check out oh, enemy yeah. bases and stuff. And we just, it's like a video game for me. It's like playing Call of Duty for me. You know what I mean? It, it, it's its just a whole, I love that aspect of it. And again, I think tournament is, tournament ball is amazing. Um, I, I, the games are very cool. Uh, I have a subscription to Go Sports, even though I don't play tournament ball. Nice. And I, I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> shame shame hey, what, I'm sure one of my teammates will have it so I, there's no reason I, for me to have it I do it just to support the, the game I do, yeah well I, half the you're time a better I person do, than I am <laughs> <laughs> but I do it because it's you know if we don't support it then no one else will and I do it because it, it uh, usually when you guys have your big tournaments I'm out there playing yeah. anyway so I can't watch mm-hmm. but it's like you know I uh, I know a lot of the guys who play uh, tournament ball, and when I see like Damian Ryan, you know, going doing this thing and everything, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's very cool what they do. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and again, when you're at that level, 
you respect all aspects of the game because when those guys come out, I have I have Damien, you know, text me and say, bro, what big games are you playing this year? Because I want to get my own play with you too. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, the same respect I have for tournament ball, they also have respect for whiz ball. Yeah, because they know that it's two different skill sets, two different types of games, two whole different uh, situations, and it, it, it the experience is just different, and I love it. Yeah, well, and I, I did a podcast on Tuesday with Brad uh, Brad Baldwin, who is the photographer for uh, from Inside the Net, and him and I had this, this the whole Go Sports discussion of you know because he doesn't have a uh, a subscription and neither do I. And the whole reason him and I got talking about it is because, you know, we're already in the sport, right? We yeah. already know what's going on. And we had this, this, this big conversation of how ghost sports, nothing against them, but we don't think ghost sports is the answer. YouTube Live, Amazon Live, all these uh-huh. things that are free that would, that would draw the attention in. The, that, I think, yeah, I think that is where we need to head if we want tournament tournament paintball or paintball in general to get the general public's attention. Because here's the thing that I think we'll probably both agree on, and I have this conversation with probably every pro baller that I know. Paintball companies, and as a general, need to get their heads out of their asses when it comes to marketing, and need to they need to stop marketing to paintballers. And start marketing paintball to the general public mm-hmm. because they're they're all all these paintball companies are just fighting over the same little piece of bread yeah. and they're not fighting to make the loaf bigger like they need to start like i said i i, I put this thing on my question on my facebook the other day i said how awesome would it be if we had a forget paintball uh commercial during super bowl yeah you know what i mean like people no, people have no idea what we do. May it be speedball, may it be tournament or woodsball, and we need to let you know get some general commercials, TV commercials out there. I mean, radio doesn't help. Um, print ads barely help. You need people to see. The what internet is we a good do. platform. Internet is a great platform, but yeah. we get you know if you get it on like an NBC or ABC or something like that, or freaking put it on. Paintball commercial during Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones doesn't do commercial, but during <laughs> Walking Dead or something. Yeah. Like, trust. I like once or once a year, twice a year, I go on news networks and I'll go like uh, to the outdoors and show, mm-hmm. and they'll profile me on a news network like a live uh, newscast twenty four type of thing. Nice. And like it'll be like a two minute thing of me shooting paintball guns and then I give my paintball gun to the reporter and mm-hmm. she shoots a few paintball guns. Yeah. Yeah. I will get like six thousand subscribers in that day just from that yeah. two one minute viewing. Because people have no idea what uh, they think of paintball, they think of stupid paintball videos of people shooting each other in the backyard unsafely. Yeah. Or uh what little kids do on their birthday parties. Yeah. They have no clue what it, we do with adults. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, uh, go to Die, go to Planet Eclipse, go to GI. I say, guys, pull, pull that money, forget late, let friggin' HK or some other, or uh, Spastec or whatever, some good paint, guys who make really good paintball videos, just put in a speedball slash woodsball epic 30 minute spot. And you have no idea what that would do for the industry on both ends. Mm-hmm. 
And you yeah. know what I mean? And, and that's uh, that's how we do it. And even your idea, like I even think of that. Like if, if Ghost Sports put on the tournament live on YouTube, that would be huge. Yeah. Absolutely. That would be huge. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, and I was thinking about this too, was that, um, you know, because I think TV is a dying industry. It might be slow, but I think it's a dying industry. And yeah. I, I think – uh, the Netflix, the Hulus, the YouTubes, yep. all that's kind of, you know, blossoming up as it, you know, if it hasn't already. Um, yeah. But, I mean, imagine if Ghost Sports and uh, GI, Planet Eclipse, NXL, they all pulled in a bunch of money to make a 45-minute documentary production of World Cup yes. and put it on Netflix. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I've seen the PB Nation videos, and even when I'm not interested in tournament that much, I can't stop watching it. Yeah, we're we're making so great well. material for ourselves. We're yeah, making, well, that's making, what I'm saying. And yeah. it's a, I don't want to sound mean, but it's a waste. It's the truth. You're, you're preaching to the crier, crier already. We're yeah. already doing this. You don't need to impress us. We're already invested. I, I love seeing yeah. myself on TV, on, on videos, but we need to show other people what we're doing. But yeah. like what he said is a great idea. It's like uh, between me and you and a whole bunch of people is going to see this. Like I'm, I'm. <laughs> working on a tv thing right now that's a whole yeah. different world that i can't talk about and it, it's lord forbid you try to get a paintball company to sponsor money for something like that but yeah i don't know it, it, it i don't know why people can't see i see that get that mm -hmm. big picture i mean it, even if gopro or gold sports did do that even for one tournament and put you know and advertise themselves on that thing and put it on a netflix or put it on YouTube Live or something like that or Hulu, yeah. like even they would even get more traction from that. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. It's like yeah, why exactly. not do something like that? It only makes sense. Yeah. But again, this is paintball, so why make sense? <laughs> well, man, uh, where can uh, where can everybody find you? Where uh, if if nobody knows anything about you, where can they find you? Social media, YouTube, um, all that. Just search Wolf Paintball. I'm on uh, my Instagram's pretty fun. The, the YouTube channel is good. Um, Facebook, all my social media, search Wolf Paintball. You find me. Um, and also, like uh, I have on my YouTube show, The Wolf's Den. I have like several different types of shows. So I have my own action videos. I have uh, inside the Paintball Studio where I interview the icons of the game, kind of like you do, but um, I do it. Uh, in more like a talk show environment where I'm at a desk with a paintballer and I've interviewed some of the biggest names mm -hmm. and uh, everyone from Greg Hastings to B. Youngs to Rocky Cagnoni to um, the Bud Orr. Yeah. Bud Orr, you know what I mean? And I've, been, I, I've interviewed my heroes on that show and I sit down and I don't just talk about paintball. I talk about their families. I talk about, you know, what they've done. I... I, I you know, I discovered the B, you know, the R&B singer, and she sings on my show, like Lauren Hill, and that freaked me out. You know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I get down like on inside the paintballer studio and get down to the bare human being because the thing about um, guys like me and you is that you know we're a little popular and stuff, so people only see the like glitz and glamour mm -hmm. about pro paintballers and stuff like that and and they don't know us as human beings right so i had yeah. i had ollie lang on my show i had ryan greenspan on my show and we talked about uh 
Ryan and his mom and how he takes her on trips and stuff like that and how he grew up. Talk to Oliver Oliver Lang and and how he goes on the the spiritual journeys and goes in like Tibet and Buddhist monks and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you know he goes in the jungle and stuff like that. So that show you know shows the human spirit. Oh and like my biggest probably show and that was the top five kills in paintball, um, where I people send in their videos of their cool hits and bunkering people. And we put them as top five, and we get videos from Russia and New Zealand and Germany and Boise, Idaho, and Eastern <laughs> Canada and Hawaii, and in different languages. And you see these guys, you see like the coolest fields of guys, like because you know we're not as they're not as strict as freaking North America with all the lawyers and stuff. So yeah. these guys will play in abandoned ships. And they'll play in the hospitals, and they'll be jumping through windows and shooting other players. So oh, the geez. top five is I, the stuff I can't put on the show is insane because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like for instance, Europe, you don't have to wear full goggles at some of the fields. You just, you just, it's like airsoft there. Sometimes you just wear the eye part. Yeah, I, I get videos of guys shooting other guys right in the cheek and stuff with paintballs and stuff, and it's like. Damn, that was an awesome hit, but I can't yeah, no thanks. show it here because yeah. the safety losses we go insane. <laughs> but yeah, um, the Wolf Standard Wolf Paintball search me on on there, and I um, I give away prizes like crazy every time I review an item. I give it away, yeah. um, and I just try to pay it forward that way, man. So it, it's a lot of fun. It's it, it's crazy to to play this game and do what I do. I'm very blessed, man. Very yeah. blessed because I get to meet guys like you, and I get to meet guys that I would never, especially in our worlds, don't collide that much. Mm-hmm. And they're starting to do it a lot more. We've got a lot of a lot more tournament players coming out to Woodsball events, and and uh, I'm trying to get out to watch more tournament events live. So yeah, it, it, it's nice to be able to do that. So uh, like I said, I try to get me and you guys on my show, get us playing out in the bush together, which sounds kind of weird when I say it like that. But. <laughs> Try Absolutely, I'm in. I'm in. Going, and it'll be hotness, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it'll be hotness, man. Well, cool. We'll teach you to get well, you in that nice dark clothing. <laughs> there you go. I'm, dude, I'm in. I'm in. Well, awesome. stick around a little bit. I want to chat with you just uh, just a hair more uh, after this. But uh, but but thank you so much um, for sitting down and talking with me. And thank you everybody Pleasure. for tuning in. Make sure you catch Wolf on all of the social media platforms. He's there. He's out there. So uh, again, man, thank you very much. Blessings, brother. Thank you. Take care. Thank you so much, Wolf, for sitting down and talking with me. I really do appreciate it, man. Uh, I had a great time. Uh, I hope everybody out there enjoyed the uh, the conversation because I thought it was it was I thought it was inspiring. I thought it was interesting. Um, you know, I I love guys like that 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 just you know are all in for the sport and they just want to help and and see it grow and. Uh, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, but a uh, quick thank you to our sponsors before we head out, drpaintball.com. They have the uh, the trade-in-your-gear program, also some uh, some new and used gear that is available on their website, drpaintball.com. And if you type in the promo code PLAYON, you will get a free gift at checkout. Also to carbonpaintball.com, uh, check out the uh, all the new colors for the SC packs. The, uh, the new CC line is also out there for the gloves, the elbow pads, the knee pads, and uh, also pants and jerseys for the CC line. 
but the SC line is always up there, the base layer, all that good stuff. And remember, if you type in capital TPOP, you will get 10% off your entire order. Uh, and last but not least, thank you to our uh, final sponsor, Planet Eclipse, who makes the LV 1.5 and the all the CS series, the LV series, the new uh, the new G Tech mechanical frame, which is the shit. It's awesome. That thing is. Oh my god! I can't wait to I can't wait to play a mechanical tournament with that thing. It's so sweet. Um, but uh, but but thank you to all of our sponsors. And thank you again to everybody out there listening. I'm I very very much do appreciate it. Much do appreciate it. I think that that's kind of right. But <laughs> you guys have been there, you know, so far with with this whole thing, and uh, you know I, I can't say it enough. But uh, I appreciate everybody out there who takes the time to listen to these these conversations, and uh, and even providing input. It's whether it be positive or negative. I enjoy it. But. Um, but thank you guys so much. And if uh, this is your first time listening, and if you're still listening, uh, you can find me over on social media at Instagram, um, Carl underscore Markowski, and then on Facebook, uh, Carl Microwave Markowski. And like I said, I have a website hopefully coming soon. Um, takes a little bit of work trying to get it up and going. But um, but yeah, you can get a hold of me on either one of those. And uh, yeah, thank you guys again. And uh, we'll see you again soon here on the Playing On Podcast. Peace.